Now it's True Wealth presented by Little John Financial Services. Here is David Littlejohn with True Wealth on News Radio 1240 KQEN. All right, gang, welcome back to the best Tuesday you've had all week. In fact, if I am not mistaken, this is probably the best Tuesday you will have all week. It is time for the True Wealth Radio Show. I'm your host, Dave Littlejohn, in studio with Matt Dixon. Matt. Yes. You are. You do you really you use your idea is to kick the hornet's nest? Is that what I hear? I think so. I'm you're, ready to just. You're, it's, he's he's telling me like it might be time for a change. So we're, we're gonna let. So what what the heck are you talking about? Well, there's lots of changes going on right now, and it seems like wait wait wait. I, I'm gonna I, can I set this table with one thing? Just do it. Do yeah. you know what happened to Facebook stock in the last week? I gotta bring this up live. Abused, right? Even today, fell even further. So get this: it kept going, huh? Well, it it did rebound off the very, very lows, but it finished down two percent more today. Didn't it lose like twenty five billion or something? So if we look at the last month in January eleventh, the stock was three hundred and thirty four dollars. Today, two hundred and twenty. That is about a 35% drop in value for a company that had a market capitalization rate. When we look at that, um, market cap now is at $600 billion. It was closer to a trillion. Oh. Went from almost a trillion dollars to $600 billion, right? So 35%, right? there's $300 billion less value. And you, then it was even a week ago, right? Last week, when we were on February second, the news came out and it went from three twenty-three to today two twenty. Can you believe that? Hundred dollars lower. That's like I said, it's a third of its value. What is going on? There's. Give us a. I want to hear your opinion on this first. Oh, like, you started this. I did. I did. I mean, I think one of the things I saw was the subscription numbers, right? Like Facebook had continually seen an increase in the number of people subscribing for its service. Right. And that changed and it brought some panic into the market. Um, well, and I think. Or at least. If I don't know if I want to call it the market. Though. Well, look in, at this. in the S&P market related, not the market as a whole. Yeah, but the today, S&P 500 up 8.8%. Yeah. Dow up a little over 1%. NASDAQ up over one and a quarter. Russell 2000, which is the nice broad look at the small and mid caps, up 1.6. Mm-hmm. So, or a little more than that. Uh, oil, uh, almost $90 a barrel right now. Gold, still a little over, you know, 18.26, almost 18.27 an ounce. And Facebook's down. Yeah, Facebook's market is down. Well, and here's the fun, right? Facebook as a percentage of what it represented for the S&P was substantial, right? It was like one of the, the top 10 companies in the S&P by, in terms of how much it represented. Mm-hmm. And now it's falling, but the S&P's still going up. Well, and we also saw Netflix fall. So that FANG stock group really took well, a hit. Well, here's the interesting thing. So Apple... Up today, one point eight five. Amazon up two point two percent. Google pretty flat. At Amazon's 0.14. crawling back though from a little bit of a. Well, of a Amazon beatdown. had a big pop because yeah. they they announced that they were going to raise the cost of mm-hmm. Prime again, and, and which 
Here's me complaining on air, right? Seriously, you guys have enough trouble with two-day shipping already. Let's charge more for it. Uh, it's <laughs> And everybody that's out there in urban areas is like, I'll get Amazon same day. And I'm like, you shut up. Yeah. Right? Don't make me that promise. Like, don't even let me buy Prime well, out here. the big cities, don't they have like a truck that just goes around with a lot of common items and you can get it I within like a, a couple hours? Yeah. It just flies around and they just have dropping them in the chimney like Santa. Well, <laughs> Amazon explored the idea of having the drones fly yeah, the stuff right true. to your porch, but. You could get a haircut when you don't want one with something like that. I feel like Jeff Bezos uh, rides around in a sled and just drops packages. Isn't that how it works? We should put him in a Santa costume. (laughs) We need to do that and get a picture. Santa's cheaper. Oh, goodness. So anyway, yeah, Amazon. But but the Facebook story, again, you started this. I did. What? I'm going to make, I'm going to, I'm going to draw this out. Drag it out of me. What do you think is going on? Well... I think. Do we want to just get right to the meat of it? No, I'm gonna let. I'm. You tell me. Okay. What you're, you have a theory right I do. now. I do. I'm starting to turn into like a conspiracy theorist or something over here. But no, I think that what we're seeing is people are done with the censorship of of Facebook. Right. Okay. They're tired of seeing it. They're moving away from the platform or they're deactivating their accounts and. The statistics don't lie. Like Facebook has seen a loss in users, and the the market's looking at that and saying, "Hey, wait a minute, red flag. Maybe the trend isn't continuing, right?" And right. so we see Netflix. They also lost what twenty? What percent did Netflix lose? I don't know. Was it was it a, a huge loss. loss. Was, it, was it a loss or was it just a, a less than expected growth? Well, right, because yeah. that's that's the government's view of like, oh my gosh, we took a cut. You mean you didn't increase it as much as you had in the well, budget? Well, I think Netflix <laughs> lost a lot of users as well. Okay, and so we're seeing people change what they're willing to put in front of them, right? Like, mm-hmm. so if the consumer isn't backing the product, the price of the stock has to reflect what it's worth. Okay. And so I think we're starting to see a little he's bit. He's way of, more conspiratorial than he's letting on, folks. It's you true. should have heard what he was saying beforehand. He's I even a, went into the Joe Rogan, like how Joe Rogan's deal kind of plays yeah. into this as well. So I, I, so what is it that you th- you think that p- folks are uh, th- their appetites for social media are shifting? Yeah, I do. Okay. And and you think some of it is around the. Like the censorship theme. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And your point about Joe Rogan? Well, yeah. So Joe Rogan, he got offered $100 million in a four-year contract to move to Rumble, right? And and Rumble, if you don't know, is sort of the – a response to – it's more like what – what social media started as before there was uh, the fact-checking mm-hmm. phase of things. So it's a little more Wild West, but it's kind of a YouTube alternative. Right. Right? Yep. And so we have Joe Rogan getting offered this huge contract to leave Spotify. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it'll take. I don't know if he'll accept the deal. But we're seeing these other social media platforms really making a push to – gain a broader base look at cnn for example cnn is which is not in, social media no it's not but it's okay. it's I'm, wrapped up into what we're watching what we're seeing what we're listening to okay cnn 
I think they already filed bankruptcy. If you can so, fact check that I'll, on the computer, I'll, but I'll, I'll fact. So go on. So CNN is is losing viewers at an astronomical rate. Fox News, for example, is gaining a ton of viewers. I think Tucker Carlson has more viewers of his show than CNN does as an entire network. So CNN is just getting abused, right? They're they're losing viewers left and right. And so we're seeing this shift in the companies that we support and where the money flow is going. And I think we're seeing it in a lot of different areas. Look at the GoFundMe, right? GoFundMe decided to... Oh, he's, you are oh, getting, I'm getting like, into the weeds. But like Matt is uh, tipping his his uh, hand, if you will. This is the, I, the equivalent of like you're giving a wink and saying, so... so I think we're getting some insight into maybe a little bit of your political leaning. Yeah, okay? I'm okay with that though yeah. because we got to look at what what's happening with the markets. Look, I am okay with that, even on air. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's better that we're all authentic about who we are, mm -hmm. uh, like being who you are, but trying not to get caught up in the tribalism of it. Right, right. Where it's like I won't listen to anybody else except for my team. Okay, danger. But so anyway. Go on here. Yeah. So, so here's your, you know, so you've brought up sort of CNN and and you've you've talked about Joe Rogan. You've talked about the declining viewership. You've talked about some uh, other social media platforms, and you've you've flirted around with all of this. Uh, so what what else are, is on your mind? Yeah, I was gonna. I was having a phone call the other day, and I'm hearing stories about how GoFundMe. Uh, decided not to allow that $100 million that was raised for the truckers up in Canada that are performing a protest, right? So they raised $100 million, and GoFundMe was like, you know what? We don't really like your political stance here. You're not going to get that funding. We're going to return the money. So I think that companies like GoFundMe are going to really end up in hot water where they use or, or where they see a lot of users migrating to other spaces and losing a lot of business. Okay, so we're going to unpack a bunch of this, right? Because there's you a just, lot. We threw a lot down on the a table ton here because I think other people are seeing this and they're asking about it. But I'm, here's what we're going to do: we're going to grab a break. We're going to come back, and I'm going to see if I can connect some of the dots. And I'm going to quiz Matt on okay. where he's going with this. I'm ready right. for so, it. So we want to know, what does it all mean to us as investors? But right. first we got, speaking of investments, listen to this. We'll grab back. This is Dave Littlejohn. And Matt Dixon. you got True Wealth on News Radio 1240 KQEN. Hey, gang, welcome back to the True Wealth Radio Show. David Littlejohn in studio joining me. The crazy Matt Dixon. Okay, and so crazy because you have, uh, first, you got to listen to the first segment. You if do. If you haven't been here and you're just joining us, so you're going to have to grab the podcast tomorrow. Um, you, If you haven't subscribed on iTunes or Amazon or anything already, like that's the easy way. They'll just notify you. But we will also post these on our webpage because we will shamelessly send you there. Right, So littlejohnfs.com, under the Educate tab, you can find it there as well if you just want to listen on our website. But you know, get into the podcast world, and you can get notifications every time these get posted. So it'll be tomorrow when we do that. So, Matt, 
you, you mm-hmm. kind of laid out. Let me see if I can like re give like, me a toss, quick recap. Like, the, yeah, the high level recap. Sure. Facebook stock tanks by about thirty five percent ish in the last week, uh, suggesting that they're actually having a decrease in users, active users. Yep. Right. Uh, similarly, you said Netflix. Uh, they reported over four hundred thousand subscribers quit. Uh, in the last quarter, I don't know if that's a net loss of subscribers or if they like they just right. had turnover and lost four hundred thousand. Either way, that's like a whoa, what happened there? So Netflix, they they got hit pretty hard. Uh, and then we were talking about uh, the Joe Rogan mm-hmm. scenario Spotify. where Joe Rogan has been criticized for COVID misinformation, and there are people calling for him to be removed from the Spotify platform. Spotify is a big contract with Spotify. Spotify is a like music streaming service, mm-hmm. right? So he's on there. And then there was like Neil Young was one of the artists that said, take me off of Spotify or it's, it's me or Neil or Joe Rogan. Yeah, it's right? like, Neil Diamond, you haven't been relevant in a long time. No, Neil Young, not or Neil, Neil Young. Right? Yeah, yeah. So because, you know, the, Neil Diamond's pretty awesome. Yeah. But anyway, the so we had that happen. And we've also seen a counter offer from Rumble to host uh, the Joe Rogan show. And I think Spotify was a five-year, $100 million deal. This was a four-year, $100 million deal yep. that they offered. And then we've we've also talked about uh, CNN ratings on the decline mm-hmm. and so forth. And you sort of postulated that the users of these services may just be fed up, right? And, yeah. And, and you're, you're, the theme was, are they fed up with the, the censorship culture? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now- First, I'm going to make a political commentary of my own. I think there's some people that are fed up with censorship culture. Like, the, like cancel culture appears to me to be, I've been saying this behind the scenes for a while, I think it's collapsing under its own weight, right? That you, you don't get to have your cake and eat it too on everything, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you can't have, uh, it's, I don't want to go into the, really the dangerous issues, but you, you can't say something like, uh, how do you have women's rights but no gender, right? They're they're actually, it's a struggle to put those together. If you can have, if gender is fluid, then it's like, well, then how do you promote specific gender rights, right? It it cloudies yeah. the water. I'm just not going to go any further into it than that, right? But it's I think that's just, a good example. It's just hard, right? When you start to get into things where, like, it makes people's brains hurt because you're like, uh, and you try to say, well, you just don't understand it or whatever, like. I'm not going to play the PC game of trying to pick the right label or guess. I can't mm-hmm. do it because it keeps changing, right? Yeah. And the, so I, I agree. I think the world's sort of fed up with some of that. And then some of it is uh, my sense is that people are sort of fed up with the algos force feeding or tracking. And, you know, all they try to put in front of you is the things that may keep you viewing. Yep. But it's the toxicity level keeps rising. And so we see this increase in partisanship this increase in that's basically political teams right Mm -hmm. the tribalism so i think all of those are bad things and folks are starting to abandon but i do think that when you try to cancel someone like a joe rogan who has i think last i looked 11 million subscribers and growing Mm -hmm. right joe rogan has more viewers than cnn that was sort of the interesting connection right is so that that is a weird deal 
And then it's under the guise of COVID misinformation, but then nobody actually listened to the podcast to determine if it was misinformation or how it was framed, right? So then it becomes a hit piece. Yeah. And you start to look at this and say, I don't like to live in a world where big corporations get to control narratives and they can produce hit pieces on people because it feels like the information's not allowed to flow freely, right? And so it creates trust issues all over the place. So I could see how this is happening. What you didn't suggest is that, so Rumble as a platform or Parler as a platform, so Parler's its own interesting story, right? Yeah, Parler showed up and then got shut down because they were being hosted on Amazon servers and they were accused of be, I believe it was Amazon, but they were told you violated our terms of service, so we shut you down. Yeah. Rumble came along and said, we're going to create our own servers so we're not dependent on these other mega tech firms that are hosting everybody because somewhere there's this, you know, well, private corporations can, you know, Flip private companies can, you. can censor the content. Right? Yeah. And so then we have the debate, are they, are they private companies? Are they utilities? Are they some of both? We get it. How many angels can dance on the head of a pin? We'll find out later. Okay, that's like we'll find out through regulation and lawsuits how that's going to get handled. But Rumble said, you know, we'll just get our own servers. Right. We'll do it our way so that they can't kick us off for that. So we'll force regulators to address it rather than letting somebody just sort of turn off our access to the Internet. Now, this is a really interesting thing because it does suggest that the market is pushing back on some of these big picture, loud cultural uh, movements, if you will. And, and I think we've said this for a while, and, and here's where it, it relates to the investing world, right? All of this to get here. Where it relates is that the vast majority of people are more moderate and have a lot in common. Now, I'm not singing kumbaya. I'm not suggesting we're all the same. That's not what I mean. Like, we have lots of differences of opinion, but the political scientists out there are looking for the fractional differences and trying to magnify them because that's how they try to get people to vote on that one issue. Exactly. Right? So it's a triangulation method for advertising eyeballs and for votes. Okay? So, but the but most of us, even if we have differing opinions, have a we're lot, not, a lot, a yeah. lot in common. We're not that far apart. Right? Like, like we don't really want to see people suffer. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we don't hate the other team, right? I have a lot of friends that think different than I do, and they're friends. Yeah, me too. And I enjoy the the debate and the banter and even the disagreement on things. But it doesn't mean we stop being friends. But for some people, it does. It really does. And that's that's the issue here. And I think the world is at this point of, like, we're just we're tired done. of the baiting constantly. And, like, yep. the Internet just force-feeding it. So it's really interesting to see that response. So in Facebook tanks... Now, I think there's some other stuff going on, right? Facebook is repositioning for the metaverse, and they're mm-hmm. trying to sell a whole different thing. But it's if, if culturally we're saying we're just not going to allow the bullying culture, which is mm-hmm. what cancel culture is, like the bully culture has to change. Well, it's very interesting because what does that mean for the future of, for investors? When, right. mega, when, when, when a company like Facebook worth almost a trillion dollars, can lose a third of its value in a week, right? A bunch of big billionaires became smaller billionaires. Mm -hmm. It tells you that people need to pay attention. 
I think that's the goal of today right, right. there. Pay attention. Be aware. Because the, the narrative is evolving, right? Like the way the markets are behaving are evolving. I'm blown away at how fast the markets move today compared to when I started my career over 20 years ago, right? Yeah. It's crazy the speed of information. You're learning a whole new game, really. Yeah. The, but, but here's the part that matters to investors, right? We oftentimes get suckered. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, absolutely give me more. How, do, how give me some examples of getting suckered. We just get brought in to this really short term thinking. OK. And I, I told this story to our investment committee this morning. So I spent the weekend out in Redmond, Oregon. Beautiful area. Uh, it was uh, it was in Eagle Crest, which is a resort community. And. I remember being in Eagle Crest because uh, they had family that purchased a home there back in 2005. So not uh, that long ago. Not that long ago, but we're still talking about 17 years ago, mm -hmm. right? Or 16 and a half. Or Doesn't something. seem like it can be that long, but yeah. I remember watching the the place at the time was probably valued in the low 200,000 range, and. Then after 2008, I remember the same homes in that neighborhood foreclosing for seventy to $80,000. Wow. I mean, just rock bottom 2008 pricing. Today, those homes are selling for $400 plus thousand dollars. Jeez. Right? And we're talking about small places, like 1,200 square foot oh. kind of place. Yeah. Premium pricing. But what does this remind us of, right? In 2008, $70,000 today could have been worth 400000 mm -hmm. let's say. How many times did you have to double that? So from 2008 to 2022, was that 14 years? Right? Yeah. So if you've got, you know, basically, then 70 16, yeah. doubles to 140, doubles to 280, almost doubles a third time. If the market averages 12% a year, it doubles every six years. That's about the historical average for the stock market. So it would have been able to double less than three times in that same period of time. So the real estate market was actually appreciating faster than the stock market if you'd have bought at the lows of 2008. Now, if you bought the stock market at the lows of 2008, you made even more, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not comparing the asset class, but what I'm suggesting is as investors, we can get sucked into short-term thinking, tracking a Facebook and a five-day price change. <laughs> when what we should be looking at is, what did, what did we just learn? We learned that culturally, folks are getting tired of a movement that's gotten more and more aggressive about trying to bully people into sharing their opinion. And a, a lot of the, the, the core of America has said, slow your roll. Okay? Mm -hmm. We're not all here to be whatever, whatever you want us to you be. Think it is yeah. misogynist, racist, whatever it is, phobist of whatever kind. That's not what it is. But this matters to investors because if that culture is going to quiet down a little bit, the internet may start to behave different. Mm -hmm. And that means that money can move in different directions. Money can move. Okay, and that's what I think happened. Money just said, "Hey, Facebook." 
you've gotten out over your skis. Mm-hmm. We don't think we want to park our money here. We'd like to go somewhere else where we see better opportunity, better risk and reward. And we've seen certain sections of the market really take off. We have. Just because Facebook's down big doesn't mean everything else is. Right. I remember back in the day when Google's motto was, do no harm. I haven't heard that in a long time. Like, mm. They started pretty altruistically, and now they've gotten super big. And when you get super big... You don't you, have to be as well, cautious. You, you know, you start trying... You use political science for your customers, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you triangulate to get the customer? Like, they're not a niche anymore. Google is everybody. Like, everybody uses Google. Mm-hmm. But, and if you're using DuckDuckGo or something like that, I, I, like, I get it, but you're the fringe, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's the reality. It's like you're a very, very narrow segment of the population, which is also definable. Yeah. <laughs> so I got an issue. You're not hiding. You're just, I mean, your, your, your web browser may be different. Like you're, you're, you're hiding that behavior, mm-hmm. but you're also trading away some other conveniences, and we get it. And I think that's part of the point I'm trying to make is I think that niche is growing larger. I do. Uh, if I had to peg it on a trend, mm-hmm. you know what I think the trend is that's starting to emerge? I think you're going to take us to a break and then make us wait. Are you going to cliffhanger us here, or are you going to give it to I think there's a significant market trend at play. Okay. And I think it's one that is worth paying attention to. But, yeah, why don't we, if they'll let us, take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to share with you guys how can you invest on this new theme, Uh, or at least get started on it. But, yes, the music's playing, so we're going to take a break. Stick around. We'll be right back. This is Dave Littlejohn. And Matt Dixon. You got True Wealth on News Radio 1240 KQEN. All right, gang. Welcome back to the True Wealth Show. Uh, and you've you've heard this. I don't know how much wealth we've talked about today, but we've talked about it's like the conspiracy theory, theory show today, huh? Yeah, sure. Maybe, we'll just that, label it. Maybe that. it's just how about the, we're looking at what can happen to the markets based off of trends in the American spending and. I don't know. I will call. Let's this, just throw this, down the conspiracy show. We, we talked about it as. Uh, at the break, I promised everybody we were, we were going to so what is this? There's emerging trend that I am starting to see that is probably an investable trend. Okay. Now, I need to be very, very careful about this because I'm not offering investment advice when I do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's something that I expect that we as an organization, as a firm, will be looking at these trends and how these evolve because when changes occur, right, that's opportunity occurs. And Matt, you've you've laid out a case today mm-hmm. that the American consumer, in particular, but the consumer in general, is starting to uh, want to see information move differently, right? And that's yeah, a, I'm really saying that in a gentle way, right? If folks are leaving, like the Netflixes of the world or the Facebooks of the world, because and and we don't know that the whole reason it could be price, right? Netflix has sure. changed price, and um, but there could be a lot of reasons. But one of the the considerations, and we think this is right. Anecdotally, we believe this is relevant because of the way Joe Rogan was sort of looped into this. We think that the whole cancel culture, uh, over sort of overreach and accuse 
methodology is wearing thin on people. Absolutely. Okay. So what is the emerging trend that as investors, I think we should raise an eyebrow and look at? And Matt knows this because we talked during the break. Regulations. <laughs> that's isn't, there's nothing new about regulations, right? But that was the what I asked Matt at the break. I said, "What do you think tech companies are really worried about?" And and, and I specifically said, "There's some there's something going on in Europe right now, mm-hmm. right?" What did I tell you? You talked about how they are looking at possibly regulating these big tech companies on maybe overreaching with privacy concerns. Yeah. Who owns the data, right? Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind that one of the things that large tech companies do, and we've said this before on the show, and you should have heard it by now, is if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. Okay? Mm, I like that. Think about that again. If you're not paying for the product, it's because you are the product. Facebook may not charge you, but they pump advertising at you all the time, right? Yep. And they have very sophisticated ways to gain information about you. So if you've heard of the term big data, this is real, okay? Big data will look at how you spent on a credit card. Mm-hmm. Big data will look at where you were and when you were there. They'll look at everything from your your cell phone, tracking where you've been, mm-hmm. to looking at what you spent on, and then looking at what you're looking up, and there, so there's some people that even suggest that it's listening to you because, you know, they'll say, oh, I was talking about a cruise or something. And then you start getting a news feed of cruises. I want you to think about this. Why did you download Facebook originally, way back in the day when Cause, Facebook? Because a friend of mine told me to. Okay. And when you were there, what did you see? You saw two things. You saw pictures and posts, right? Yep. And so From people I knew. From people you knew. Friends of mine from college that got got me started. And it remained that way for a while. Yes. Where it's like, hey, I'm here because I want to connect with my friends. Right. What is it now? Do you ever see people actually just posting something? Maybe a picture, but... Yeah, not a ton. What it is for me is right. a way to help track birthdays and... Uh, it's there's a marketplace if I'm you know right. shopping, so uh, and occasionally I'll see a post of something. It's but it, it's not babies and kittens anymore. It's advertising. Yeah, advertising and politics mostly, and and it's like a complaint factory for a handful of people. That's right. right. It's negative. And, and Twitter is yeah. the worst. Right. <laughs> it's toxic. It's a negative. Yeah. It's a negative space. Well, the issue is that we all keep volunteering data to these places mm-hmm. and they keep using it to target us with advertising and in the the trend appears to be emerging that consumers want to reclaim their privacy mm-hmm. those of you out there using a duckduckgo or something similar have said long ago i'm not interested in sharing all of my personal life with big tech companies and so you've taken some steps here but we're starting to see regulation around that as well Right. Because there's a very slippery slope when you say when you label something misinformation, how and what happens if the misinformation at one point appears wrong and then later appears right. Mm -hmm. Okay, now you've got some other issues at play here because somebody's been sort of publicly tarred and feathered via uh, a policy. And and according to whom is the information one way or the other? Right. So we've got you have very challenging issues to resolve. And we're starting to see pushback, lots of it. And it's and it's happening 
I think the, the, the broad scope of people that are kind of, I think a lot of Americans are saying, we actually value the Bill of Rights. We want information to move freely. We don't really want people to propagate the terrible stuff. And we know there's bad actors on the internet, right? That they will lie and manipulate and they'll, they'll put fake stuff out there because they know people will, will buy into it because of the, the whole nature of the way we get, you know, when you're angry, you start using, you know, they, they prey on your biases, right? They just do. Mm-hmm. It's true. But if the regulatory environment starts to change, that really changes the value of some of these super giant mega tech companies, right? And yeah. people have asked me point blank, what do you think about the future of Amazon, for example? And I go, well, I don't know. It keeps getting bigger. And I don't know at what point uh, antitrust legislation is considered because Amazon's a really odd gig right i mean it actually hosts lots of suppliers so it's not really a, a monopoly or is it or isn't it you know it's complicated only I, tonight and I, yeah and i get why it's complicated right i mean because it grew up trying to not be a monopoly right or at least trying to work around the law so they're smart they built it that way now we got a whole new thing where we're like well i'm gonna figure it out all over again so every time somebody tells me it's simple i'm just like well it's it's simple if you don't look at all the parts yeah. Got to see the whole picture. Yeah. But I think that the 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 privacy trends are going to be very interesting. Uh, I also think that there's some bubble trends, right? Or what I consider to be bubble-like markets, right? The NFT marketplace. I think that that is very, very frothy right now. And when you see essentially, you know, JPEGs, right? Just mm -hmm. digital pictures that are trading on a blockchain for millions of dollars right well, i don't i don't see what the real value is to these things it, it seems like sort of the the tulip bubble of the 1500s the dutch tulip and bubble. everyone's trying to get in on it too right mm -hmm. like everyone's releasing nfts it's happening super super fast and the market's getting flooded with them yeah. i so was thinking about point... doing some myself like i i i could draw cartoons yeah right and they're kind of awesome Right. I mean, if you're like four, <laughs> even uh, I think Alfa Romero, they're starting their own line and they're building them into vehicles somehow. So it's like yeah. it keeps evolving. But at what point is there just too many of them from way too many different? And I realize half of our listeners are like, I don't even know what you mean. Right. Like yeah. what's an NFT? Right. Because a lot of our listeners are not uh, like millennials. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? and so you're probably going, well, I've heard about it, but look, I agree with you. If you're out there thinking it sounds like somebody's going to get burned. I'm like, I think so. I think a lot of people are going to get left holding the bag on this. But there's going to be some people that make a bunch of money on it, too. And I also think they're laundering money. I think there's all kinds of things that are shady about it. So uh, the, the regulation, in my opinion, it will come. I just don't know how soon. Or what it'll look like. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that remains one of the, the wild cards to me about this is, yep, there's money to be made. Uh, and yes, institutions are buying it. Uh, I don't know that I believe, like, I think blockchain's here to stay, right? Mm -hmm. But which token survives or how it gets regulated? Is it a currency or an asset? Or how are we going to treat capital gains and losses and so forth? Yep. That, that is all wild west. So yeah. so there you go. The, the investable trend of the Joe Rogan controversy is privacy. How is privacy going to um, play into future market values? 
right? I like that. Okay. And again, not to be considered investment advice. I don't think I've given you any specific thing to go buy or not buy or anything else, but I just think this is a real evolving trend. And it kind of makes sense if we think about the the whole throughout history, how things keep evolving, right? Mm -hmm. if, if the first thing is, you know, we had to go from hunter-gatherer to agrarian, and then we started to uh, modernize and mechanize, and then we went through the Industrial Revolution, and then we went through the Industrial, or, or then we went through the Technological Revolution. Now we're going through the Information Revolution. Now we're sorting things out, right? So we're in this information era where we're, we're in, it's not just the Information Revolution, but it's the speed of information and the information evolution. Okay, hmm. well, how are you going to handle that? What privacy do you get and so forth? And in that process, you know, the next thing we'll start to watch for is automation and the equivalent of artificial intelligence. And the change of the Internet as a whole, I yeah. think. Well, I mean, the Internet's uh, it's it's one of those where it's a really vague name, mm -hmm. right? I mean, the Internet does so much now. But this connection of machines and information to each other, uh, it, there, there's so much capacity in it. So then we start looking at, well, what are the next big trends, right? Blockchain is a piece of the trend because it secures information. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, artificial intelligence manipulates it and uses it. Okay, but ownership of it is a real issue, right? Intellectual property and privacy. So the ownership of data, I think, is a real significant trend, and it's also why privacy and blockchain. You know, now I'm putting together weird things, but you know. If you own your data and you can blockchain it and keep it locked up, mm -hmm. that's a different animal, right? Because now you've got the ability to kind of secure contracts, micro contracts, like one on one contracts between you and a tech company, and so forth. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how permissioning works there. Regulators ought to have lots of fun with that. Yeah. It's almost moving fast, like faster than the regulators can even react to it. That's what the, do you mean, almost? Well, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, regulation still, can't keep a lot up of regulation with the technology. still pretty analog. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's and, true. And we're in a digital world, so we got to catch up there, right? Anyway, well, look, we're running long on the segment. Let's grab our last break here. Uh, okay. When we come back, uh, we will we'll talk about, I don't know, maybe if just a few more ideas for how, as investors, we need to apply these things. Uh, but, yeah, profits first for the radio. Stick around. This is Dave Littlejohn. And Matt Dixon. You got True Wealth on News Radio 1240, KQEN. Hey gang, welcome back to the home stretch of the True Wealth Radio Show, where if you were just joining us, you have missed all of the fun. Uh, we have a special guest who's joined us in studio. I've now got your mic hot, by the way. So Amber, welcome. Hi, thanks. Yeah, um, she's just poking her head in, and the the fun part is so Amber is the reason that we get to be on the radio. I think, right? So, can I blame you for that? I think we can blame her for it. Yeah, I don't think I need any kind of blame. <laughs> She's awesome. So also, if you are interested in advertising on this station, Amber is your gal, right? We just created so much more work for you. Do you see how he snaked you into that? I think I'm going to up your rates. Yeah. that's See, and here I am trying to refer business to you, and that is the response. It's like, let's let's just go Well, that's and, what's uh, happening across the country. We are totally no, on air. No, we're totally on air right and live. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, are we serious? Look, uh so get caught up on the podcast tomorrow. It'll be, you know, all the usual spots. So our theme today, right? Because Amber, we're talking about how can how, what's changing in the world around us. Okay, and we think that there. I think 
is a big theme emerging in the investment universe and that our listeners can potentially profit from this if you can take the idea and turn it into investment opportunity, right? And the idea is that information moves faster than it's ever moved, but the question is who owns it? So, yeah, and, and it's a privacy question, right? Like right now, Apple is worried about Europe and regulation in Europe saying, hey, you've been collecting all this data about your customers so that you can use it to sell them more stuff. And Europe's saying, what if the customer owns that data and not Apple? And what if Apple has to purge the last five years of data off their servers because Europe says you can't have this anymore? Well, that's yeah. an expensive day for Apple. Yeah, can you imagine what the share the price would do? Everything. So there you go. So anyway, uh, how, how do you play it? Well, that's probably between you and your advisor or you and your research, right? Uh, we're not here to make recommendations on the show. We're just here to sort of identify trends in occasion. I think right. we should make recommendations. I think that David Littlejohn is the person to talk to for any financial <laughs> concerns. <laughs> I love it. It's not even subtle. Yep. Uh, so, look, we can help with that sort of stuff. Uh, it's true. We, we do have a company that, that invests for people professionally. So that's fun. But... I think that who, whatever you choose, right, whether you're coming to our firm or you're going to somebody else, it's just this is a theme that you need to be aware of is I think that we're, we're in the information era, so that's the issue. Now, what do we do about Joe Rogan? I just can't wait to see what happens. Does he take the money? Like, I mean, if someone told you, I'm going to pay you $100 million for four years versus $100 million for five, would you do it? I don't know. There's a lot of the other stuff behind the scenes that we don't know. So because I don't know the contracts, mm -hmm. I would say kind of dangerous, right? Because yeah. it, there, there may be commitment issues. It's like you don't get to keep all. What if you have to pay What if Rumble goes stuff, under? Right? Yeah. So, I mean, it may be harder for Rumble to go under if he shows up there. But That's true. I think it's very interesting because of what the implications are that he's pushing back, right? And because people said, oh, Joe Rogan apologized. It's like. I don't think he apologized. I think what he did was he said, come listen to the show. We're not, we're just having discussions with everybody. The one apology he said was, I schedule my own guests. So maybe I should have been trying to schedule, people better. schedule more yeah. of a variety at the same time, right? So it didn't uh, give off an appearance. But he said, but we're just talking about this stuff. That's what we do. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, I mean, his language is a little crass. But I think that they cover really interesting stuff. I'm not a regular listener, but I do listen on occasion. I think he's cool. Do you listen to him at all? I think Rogan? Rogan's great. Yeah. I mean, he gets really interesting because some people, they're just crazy, right? Other people, super interesting. But he always manages to make the conversation interesting whether they're crazy or not. There we go. I mean, he's a really skilled interviewer. He's very skilled. You know, so, so I like him. I think that cancel culture has played a foolish game trying to go after Joe Rogan. I mean, basically, uh, Neil Young kind of just, the, the joke that I have seen floating around is that, you know, he wants to get off of Spotify and all of his listeners are trying to delete Spotify off of their flip phone, right? Like they, they don't even <laughs> listen to him on Spotify. So it's like they gave Neil Young a platform when he didn't because really deserve of Joe it. Rogan. Like he yeah. didn't have a platform except to say, take me off Spotify. Spotify could have just said like, don't care. Neil right. Young probably had to call CNN 
to say, <laughs> this is happening. It's right? the only place he could like, get an we interview. We use this. I'm like, all right, I'll do the best you can. Uh, because Rogan's been so nonpartisan through this whole thing. That's the key. Right? I mean, that's the key. He's just been a dude talking with other people. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> what the heck is wrong with that in this world? If you don't, li- if you don't listen to it, turn it off. Right. Right. Magic solved. Like if you hate free these programs, speech. stop listening. Get it. Free right? speech. Right. I mean, like you really exists. can. Um, or guess what? In like ninety seconds, we're over. So like, you don't even have to suffer that much longer. <laughs> you <laughs> don't like us? Turn us off. I should. I should charge it more. <laughs> She's like, I think that we should talk about value proposition, right? <laughs> but off air, off air. So look, uh, I will use the final few minutes here to do the shameless plug, which is we are. You know, you're a couple months into the year. We've experienced a bunch of volatility. If you are wondering, hey, if if Facebook can get hammered like that in a day, what, you know, do do you what kind of risks are in your investment strategy right now? Well, we have a bunch of tools that we could use to give you an idea how much risk do you have embedded in the strategy? Is it aligned with the kind of risks you want to own? Right. So those are some of the things that we have the ability to help with. But we can't help if we don't get a chance to speak to you. So, Matt, how do they reach us? 541-375-0898. All right. So we have a phone number. It's real. You can go to our website, which is? Info at littlejohnfs is in financialservices.com. So you totally gave you guys the email address. But littlejohnfs.com for just going to the web, which you can find the email. You can find the phone number. It's all there. All right, well, look, that's the music plan, so I guess it is time for us to get out of here. Any final thoughts, yeah. Matt? If you like the show, send us an email. There you go. Amber, for the good of the reporter. We love this show. Thank you, Little John. Pleasure. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, this has been Dave Little John. And Matt Dixon. You got True Wealth on News Radio 1240, KQEN. The preceding program was paid for by Little John Financial Services. The opinions and views expressed may not reflect those of Brook Communications, its affiliates, or its employees.